The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Time for the Buck Baloo Show on Atlanta Sports Station. The fans, 680 and 93.7. Got a big show planned today. Got two heavy hitters coming on. Chris Mortensen of ESPN, NFL Insider, will hang today like he does every Wednesday on the show. Be here at 1020 for that. And then also the big news, special Bulldog Roundtable. It's so big, we're going to move it up five minutes at 1030 today. We got head coach Kirby Smart going to hang out on the Buck Blue Show today. What's up, Buck? And I'm going to ask him what the boys at the coffee shop are wondering, and that is how is the relationship between Coach Smart and Stetson Bennett? See what Kirby says about that. So a big show planned. The gang is all here today. Is Road Dog here? He's on the road. Well, he was here earlier. Yeah, Road Dog was here earlier. Well, they're out at Hooters a little later. I know that, so I feel, I feel like the Road Dog's Hooters running that show. Where are we, Kennesaw today? Yes. Yeah, I think so. So Road Dog has left. We've got that was Derek Thomas. You heard? Actually, just to clear it up, Buck. Yes, I am Derek Thomas. It's down at Cumberland, just Cumberland right down the street from the battery. Okay, Cumberland right today. Yeah. My bad on that one. Nerney always ready to get to work. So Nerney, let's do just that. Bucks. Take the big take today. The '86 Masters tees off next week. Can we get the music, Nerney? And guess who's thinking about playing? No, not Phil Mickelson. He's been banned. I'm talking about Tiger. Up oh, Tiger Woods, the five-time Masters champion arrived in his Gulfstream jet yesterday with his son, Charlie, and played a round at Augusta National. 14 months after major leg surgery. Hello, friends. This is a big step in competing. Apparently, Tiger Woods passed the test of walking a very strenuous 18 holes. A lot of elevation changes there at Augusta National. And right now, currently, 91 players are currently in the Masters field. Will Tiger Woods be one of them? Can you dig it? Friends? Yes, I can. Would love to see Tiger out playing in the Masters. 14 months after major leg surgery. It's been two years since he last played in a PGA Tour-sanctioned event. Tiger Woods, not looking to win the Masters if he plays, perhaps make the cut. Stick around for the weekend and be a part 
of this wonderful show, friends. Tiger Woods played pretty well, apparently, yesterday. No score coming out on what Tiger shot yesterday, but this is a big boost, man. Getting Tiger back out there, that would be tremendous, DT. Yeah, going to be a lot of buzz around the Masters, hopefully. Just to be clear, Tiger hasn't said anything. Although we did notice, uh, a lot of folks noticed last week, if you had the Masters app, which, by the way, is the greatest thing in the world, Tiger was already on that list of competitors, and he also wasn't on the list of past champions not competing when Phil Mickelson was out there. So if you connect all the dots, and now he's out there playing practice rounds. Buck, are you ready for next Thursday? That's the first round of the Masters, and then we get Braves opening day. It's a big day, brother. I can't wait. Yeah. A big, big day. And I know a lot of people participating in the Masters pools that people have. Much like the NCAA tournament, well, the the Vegas favorite has John Rahm as the favorite to win the tournament. And if you're looking for a hot pick, let me throw the name Victor Hovland out there who's been playing a really high-level brand of golf. And he is one of the players set to break through on the big stage any moment now. Victor Hovland, I believe, would be a good hot pick coming into the event. We're a big fan of Victor Hovland over on the golf show. If he can just keep it, his pitch, chipping and putting around the green has really kept him back from being one of the elite players because he, when, he, when he's putting well, he's a brilliant striker of the ball. So he can get around Augusta, young guy, see if he can put it together. Yeah, excited to see maybe Tiger play this thing. And if you're... You know, chuckling at the idea that Tiger was able to walk Augusta National yesterday. Well, think about the atrocious leg surgery that he underwent. And then think about the elevation changes that you've got to be able to walk at Augusta National. No laughing matter there. Excited to see Tiger maybe get out there next week. That's going to be awesome. What do you say we head to the quarterback club? Shades on into club. Gummit, I left the shades on in the car. What should the Falcons fans expect out of the new quarterback, Marcus Mariota? Well, look, let me first get the pronunciation correct. I hear a lot of people going Mariota. It's not Mary. It's Mariota. Get it right, please. Mariota in the prime of his career, 28 years young, heading into his eighth season in the National Football League. 6'4", 222. And he's rested up. Hadn't played a lot of football over the last two or three seasons. The last time he did play pretty much a full season was 2018 in Nashville with the Titans. Completed 69% of his passes, had 11 touchdown passes, 8 interceptions. Dude got sacked 42 times that season. He is going to be a guy that's going to be comfortable in Arthur Smith's offensive scheme. Knows the scheme, very comfortable in the scheme. They'll have the entire playbook ready for Marcus Mariota. And when you watch him play a couple, well, when I watched him play, several things jumped out. Going back and watching some of the play that he had in 2018. Here's what he does best. And that is on that stretch outside zone run play, Nerney. He's very effective with the bootleg off of that. Very effective. 
you see him very effective, too, with play action. Sort of an old school term. I'm going run action fake where you fake the run. And then look downfield trying to hit something intermediate, taking advantage of the run action fake. He is very effective. And these are things that Arthur Smith loves doing in his offensive scheme. Stretch, bootleg, run action, fake pass. Now, here's something Falcons fans have not been used to with Matt Ryan. You're going to see a guy that's mobile, a guy that can hurt the defense with his legs. First time the Falcons fans are going to see this in about 14 years is a quarterback that can run with the football, extend plays with his legs. And with the look of that offensive line right now, he's going to need to be able to run and escape. Arm strength with Mariota, I'd say it's an eight, seven to eight, somewhere in there. Uh, average, a little bit, maybe above average, throws a really nice deep ball. In summary, what should Falcons fans expect out of Marcus Mariota? Well, I would say with the people they have around him, you're going to end up getting a middle-of-the-pack quarterback performance level. So 32 teams in the league, 32 starting quarterbacks. He's going to shake out somewhere 16 to 20 in the league. That's what he's going to give you. So if you're looking for outstanding quarterback play, you're probably not going to get it. You're looking for middle-of-the-road quarterback play, that's exactly what you're going to get. And there's the quarterback club today. Shades on in the club. So we got Tiger Woods and Marcus Mariota out of the gate here on the show today. Time for the Buck Blue Show headline brought to you by Grease Monkey Auto. Final Four is going to take over on Saturday night. Man, we got two really good semifinal games. National semifinals. The first one tips off at 6.09. We got Kansas taking on Villanova. Kansas looking to get to their first national title game since 2012. It's been a minute. They knock on the door. Hadn't gotten there recently. And with Remy Martin playing the way he is, he's been giving Bill Self and the Jayhawks a big boost at the guard position. Look for Kansas to come out and uh, give Villanova all they want. Villanova, what do they have going for them? Where they're probably the most experienced roster in the Final Four. Uh, take probably away from that. They are the most experienced squad in the Final Four. They've got like three, four, five, 23-year-olds running the floor at Nova. And they're also the number one free throw shooting team in the country. So if this game is close, Kansas and Villanova, Nova knocking down 83% of their free throws could be a big edge. Kansas favored by the four and a half. I'm going to say Kansas wins the game. Then in the nightcap at 849, we get a Duke-North Carolina rivalry tip-off. First time they've ever faced each other in the NCAA tournament. Duke a four-point favorite. Number one in offensive efficiency. North Carolina probably the... Well, get rid of probably. North Carolina, the hottest team in the tournament. Dominating the glass. Totally rebounding. So I think the key on this one's going to be how does Duke shoot the, the basketball? What's going to be their shooting percentage? Is going to be a high number? It's going to be a low. If it's a low number, North Carolina, the way they rebound, I like their chances. I'm going Kansas, North Carolina in the natty coming up on Monday night. Headlines brought to you by Grease Monkey. 
Oil changes and more. It's done fast. It's done right. Visit GreaseMonkeyAuto.com for store locations and uh, those special offers. All right, coming up next, we got a double shot with big hitters, Mort and then Coach Kirby Smart. In the next segment, don't go anywhere. It's the Buck Blue Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. All right, go Braves. I think anybody that's a competitor wants to go win a job. So. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Oh, whether we take somebody at eight, you know, or second round or third round, it doesn't matter. Like, it's a year-to-year league, and you got to produce both coaches and players. So I, I, I think any player has a mindset, I better go on my job. And same thing with the coach. That was Falcons coach Arthur Smith talking about Mariota taking over as the Falcons quarterback. Are you excited? Tough to be excited about this upcoming season during this rebuild. It's the Buck Blue Show on Atlanta Sports Station, The Fan. We hate the word rebuild. <laughs> exactly. Transitioning, baby. You're listening on that mobile app. It's driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming Beaver Direct, the fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Visit beavertoyotaofcoming.com. South Point Financial sponsoring the smart speaker. They're the mortgage professionals. More at spfs.com. 10 o'clock hour on the fan. Brought to you by the Haug Law Group. Let's get to more. For the latest on the NFL, we turn to the fan's truest NFL reporter, Chris Mortensen. Presented by the Atlanta Painting Company, Atlanta's premier residential and commercial painting company. Call 1-800-PAINTING or visit atlantapaintingcompany.com. joins us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. And Mork, you're the man, Mort. So tell us about Mariota. I was talking about it in the beginning of the show. What Falcons fans should expect out of the Falcons' new quarterback? Mort, what do you, what do you think they'll get out of him? Well, I'm really anxious to see because when Marcus was coming out of college, you know, I was among the group of people who thought he would be the first pick by the Buccaneers. Uh, he wasn't, and, and actually thought he should be. And 
The thing about Marcus is like when he's when he's healthy, he's got an exciting skill set, the, the ability to run the ball. He's 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 really good inside the red zone. Or had been, uh, but you know what? You've got to stay healthy in this league, and, and you've got to be able to uh, stand in there and and uh, handle the, the, you know what comes at you as a quarterback. And so I've kind of like fallen asleep on the guy, and that. But when I saw him occasionally, the Raiders used him. You know, last year you say. In, in critical moments, by the way, he said, "Wow, he, he can still play." But the question is, can he still play 17 games a season now? First snap to the uh, last snap in the game, and then that's what he's got to prove to me. I think if he stays healthy, uh, then yes, I think it, it, knowing Arthur Smith and his creative ways, he's going to have some fun with him, and he's going to have to with the with this roster there right now as it stands. Mort, have you had conversations with people around the league about whether the Falcons will draft a quarterback in the first round in the upcoming draft, uh, or, or are they going to tank? We hear this at the coffee shop a lot. They're going to tank it this year to try to get Bryce Young next year. You, you know, <laughs> well, C.J. Stroud, is the quarterbacks too now. Uh, I, got, you know, I heard Bryce Young thrown a little bit at the Alabama Pro Day today, but they, but they don't have any receivers to throw to. Uh, listen, bottom, you know, bottom line is I think a, a team needs a quarterback. And this is something like Kansas City did and, and even Houston did. The year Kansas City said they wanted their quarterback of the future, even though they had Alex Smith, they just packaged a bunch of picks and went up from 27 or something like that to, to, to number 10 to get Patrick Mahomes. And, and uh, you know, the Houston Texans did the same thing to go with Deshaun Watson. So I think uh, when you when you need a quarterback, you don't tank uh, during a regular season to get a better draft position. At least I don't think you do. <laughs> I think that you just bottom line is, that is when it becomes apparent that you need one and there's your guy, you will give up virtually everything as we have seen to go get your guy. And so I say no tank uh, and well play play the season and uh, yeah then we'll see what happens next year. But I don't I have not heard. That the Falcons are high on somebody uh, as a quarterback, but other teams do suspect that the Falcons, you have to count them among the group that, hey, they'll be looking. But they don't think that uh, number eight is the Falcons will rule that way. Mort, is there a consensus among the top three quarterbacks in this draft when you talk to these teams that need a quarterback or monitoring the quarterback situation, or are you hearing one name more than the others? Uh, no, I mean, listen, you're hearing Kenny Pickett at Pitt, uh, Malik Willis at Liberty, and, and really Matt Corral at Ole Miss. Those are basically the, the first three here. Right. Uh, you know, and, and then there's, you know, then there's the rest of the guys. And, you know, sometimes if you don't get taken to the first round, you, know, you fall from being a second, from being a possible back of the first round guy to a, even a third day guy, you know, like a fourth rounder. So, you know, the, guy, the guys like Hal at North Carolina, you know, and some people say, hey, he's a second-round guy. That's, you know, but he, he might be a good steal for a second-round guy. Uh, you know, it's not, a, it's not a group that everybody's excited about, but th- there is some potential there. Uh, you know, like in Kenny Pickett, there are some people that think that he's going to be, he's going to be a surprise, like, guy who comes in the league and plays right away and does quite well. I just say this is, he's got a really low ceiling and you know the rest of the, the jargon Malik Wood, right. yeah, everybody thinks the Steelers are going to go get him because 
they've talked about it so much. So since they've talked about it so much, you know what that means, Buck? Uh, they're not going to get him. There you go. So the Saints, what's Jameis Winston thinking about the Saints signing Andy Dalton? Well, I don't think the Saints really care what Jameis is thinking. <laughs> uh, well, listen, he's coming off an ACL. Uh, he says he's doing well, but, uh, you know, they're just, it's, it's kind of like it's, it's the same offense. So Jameis has an advantage if he's truly rehabbed and he's healthy and up and running. And Andy Dalton, they still consider themselves a contender, a viable contender in the NFC, and why wouldn't you, right? I mean, there's only, only a few teams uh, that you would really be scared of in, in the conference. So they think that Andy Dalton, if Jameis isn't ready, uh, isn't playing well, that Andy will give them a guy that they can win with. Uh, they have they have some tools. They have some weapons. They have a defense. Uh, even though Malcolm Jenkins, their safety, retired uh, today, that, uh, that uh, the Saints believe that Andy Dalton you know, very capable guy. I think he's got a lot of respect around the league. And I think that Jameis Winston, if he wasn't motivated to rehab the 100% by training camp, he's there. So were these uh, coaches lined up for a photograph at the big meetings that are going on currently? I saw where Shanahan spoke with the media and didn't look real excited to be doing that because they were asking <laughs> him about the quarterback situation. So they have not been able to trade Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance, it doesn't sound like they're very high on Trey Lance as far as him being ready to go. What are you hearing more? Well, listen, yeah, you hear mixed feelings about Trey Lance. And if that's true, they made a mistake then when they drafted him last year, right? No doubt. When they actually changed, when they changed course, their intent was to go draft Mac Jones. Some in the personnel department wanted to stay on Trey Lance, and they did it. But, but, uh, yeah, Kyle, hey, listen, you got to face Jimmy Garoppolo had a shoulder surgery. They were hoping to have moved him in the trade by now. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah, listen, the 49ers wanted two second-round picks for him. That was before they knew he was going to have shoulder surgery. But bottom line is, is that there aren't a lot of teams that think Jimmy Garoppolo is worth that uh, or would have been worth that. He's a nice quarterback. Uh, you know, everybody's a likable quarterback, but, uh, you know, he's got limitations and he's a guy who has injuries. So, uh, by the way, that picture of the coaches, Buck, I yeah. heard that after they took that picture, they all were lining up uh, at uh, the FedEx station and trying to get a the copy of the book inside the hedges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. to them sometime in the next week or so, because the word is it yeah. might be off the printer, inside the hedges, the story yeah. of Buck Blues leading the 1980 National Championship Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> All right, guy. I'm going to end with a yes/no question. More Baker Mayfield is he going to get cut next week? No. Okay. All right. I probably I probably ate up too much of your time. No, no, we're good. We're good. Hey, he can show up. Listen, hey, listen. This. The strategy is going to be really interesting to watch. He can just show up. In fact, he he he, he, has to, he should show up, and uh, when they have to have a reporting date. And the bottom line is, is that you can force it by showing up every day, make everybody uncomfortable. But uh, I think the Browns still think he's got, got value there. Morton, I'm your biggest fan. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. All right, Buck. Thanks, bud. Chris Mortensen, NFL Insider with ESPN, every week here on the Buck Baloo Show. And every week on the show, 
We allow you to take the wheel. Infinity of Gwinnett wants you to drive the content. You get to decide what we talk about in the final segment of the show. Call right now at 404-231-1680. The number is presented by my good friends at Infinity of Gwinnett. Empower the talk. Empower the drive. Let's get to a nugget. Mm, tasty. It's time for the College Football Nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. All right, Alabama with a big pro day today, but not so big. Nine players working out for the Crimson Tide in front of the NFL scouts and personnel folks that are showing up in Tuscaloosa. Could be an important day for offensive tackle Evan Neal, expected to be a top five pick. Did not participate in the drills at the Combine, so he may be doing those today. You know, the 40-yard dash means nothing for an offensive lineman. But that three-cone drill shows off their agility. Look for Evan Neal to be doing some of that today. Solidify his spot in the top ten. Then you got the running back, Brian Robinson Jr., ran a 4-5-3 at the Combine. 16th among the running backs working out at the Combine. Look for him to try to improve that 40 time today in Tuscaloosa. Alabama Pro Day today. Nick Saban's going to have a little fun. There's your college football nugget. All right, a special Bulldog Roundtable today. So we got a chance to hang out with the head coach at Georgia Kirby Smart. Official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25 20, far side line, 15 10, 5, get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, How Glogroom, Georgia Pack and Load, AAA, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. The ultimate, truest, on-up Georgia insider, Kirby Smart, joins me on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Coach, we appreciate you taking time for the Buck Blue Show today. Absolutely, Buck. Good to be with you, man. Excited to uh, visit and excited about spring practice. Yeah, how's it going out there? Uh, getting a lot of good work in so far? So far, we have. We've had good weather. We've only been forced to go in really one day, and uh, the kids have had great energy. And what I love about spring is what I've said before, you get uh, a day off in between to kind of recap that practice. And um, I try to make it like, you know, the 15 practices are like 15 games. And can you go 15 games and sustain really good practices uh, like you need to do in, in the fall with, with games? And uh, our kids so far have done a really good job doing that. Any position group or player stepping up so far this spring you could point out? You know, we got so many holes. It seems like there's new faces uh, everywhere. When you start looking at what we lost in terms of experience, um, there's some guys that are really trying to step up. I thought Jamon uh, Johnson uh, has done a really good job. Pop, he's he's leading defensively. He's making a lot of calls. Uh, he's playing with really good consistency. I think he's stepped up, done a nice job. Uh, of course, Dan Jackson, uh, safety, he's doing a, a really good job for us. I think a couple of the, the O-linemen are doing uh, good jobs. There's a lot of competition on that offensive line. 
line. And uh, some guys have been banged up. I mean, our injury bug, if we've had one for spring, has kind of been around the O-line. So there's been a few guys out in there. But both Truss and uh, Devin Willick are competing. Dylan Fairchild's been hampered some by an injury. Uh, he's starting to progress. Michael Morris is a guy that's really growing there. So really proud of all those guys across the board. I think Brett Scyther's had a lot of opportunities at tight end. And he and Arik have uh, taken a lot of reps. But they're getting better with each and every day. Yeah, you're a little thin at tight end and uh, cornerback. A couple of groups there, a little low on numbers. Uh, you know, I'm always impressed with these freshmen that show up early and get to work. Uh, gosh, I I was playing baseball my uh, the spring of my senior year. Uh, how are these freshmen hanging hanging in there so far? I'm doing great. They, they've adjusted well. I think the day and age of the high school football players with as much as they get around and see colleges trying to make their decision, they they know what to anticipate. You know, they're not kids coming here that have only been to one or two schools. These kids have been to five or ten schools. They've gone to competitions every year. They go seven on seven against each other. They're used to competing at a high level. Um, and the, the 19 mid-years we've gotten, fortunately, the ones that are out there practicing are doing a really good job. We have several that had uh, injuries that had to be cleaned up, so they're not able to go during spring ball. But, you know, there's several guys out there, you know, really growing up, Jalen Walker, Oscar Delp, Michael, I mean, Denial Morissette. I mean, there's a lot of guys on the screen that are taking reps that are just going to be invaluable for their future. Kirby, I came over there uh, for your uh, opening uh, press conference for a spring football practice and got a chance to sit down with with Zion Logue. And, uh, man, I, I thought it was Jordan Davis walking in the room. How's that defensive line looking? Got a lot of quality players you're trying to replace over there. Yeah, it's, it's a work in progress. You know, we've got some guys that – they're injured right now. We think can help us. Uh, we've got some guys that helped us last year. They're going to take on larger roles, and we got some guys that we you know we thought were developing last year during the year. And I think that's a, a big credit to Trey Scott to to keep getting better. I, I really believe that that's a position you develop, meaning. You have to work it. You don't just walk in great talented. Jalen Carter was certainly that way. He's really talented coming in as a freshman, but he's gotten better. But a lot of the kids, that, like Devontae Wyatt, the the amount he grew from, from arrival to the end in terms of development was just incredible, even Jordan Davis. So we got some guys there that have really got to improve and, and step up, and, and I'm excited to see them work. They're getting a lot of reps right now. I had a chance to go over and watch you guys work out. I'd go straight over to that wide receiver core, checking those guys out. Ad Mitchell uh, having a good spring. How about that wide receiver group? Yeah, it's it's one of the thinnest. You know, you mentioned tight end and uh, and uh, defensive back, but I would I would probably argue our thinnest is is wide receiver in terms of uh, experience and depth. So it's uh, AD's having a good spring. He competes every day. Lad competes every day. Arian has been coming off an injury and and it continues to get better. I mean, he's a kid that has missed some time throughout his time here because of injuries. But when he grows and gets better, he can really do some things. Kiaris gives you a, a lot of experience there and. Those guys are growing, you know, Jackson Meeks, and it's just Dom's back. We don't have the depth that we sometimes had. Uh, we got a really hard-working group, and uh, looking forward to see them grow and get some more guys here in the fall to help them. I'm excited about your running back spot, uh, McIntosh and Milton, uh, Edwards, another tough runner in there. Anxious to see those guys in G-Day. Yeah, me too. I want to see those guys do. We certainly feel like we've gotten some good, solid experience out of Kendall and uh, Kenny. They've had some a lot of meaningful carries. And then Dejan's a guy that I think is having a really good spring. Every opportunity he gets, he takes advantage of him. Kirby, the boys at the coffee shop want to know if you and Stetson are doing okay. I don't know what you 
mean by that. Well, I mean, a lot of talk in the, uh, the in the media out there about uh, maybe motivating him and some of the other guys. I want to motivate everybody. I don't. I don't single Stetson out. I mean, Stetson is, is like another player at any position. Compare him to maybe Keely Ringo. Keely Ringo started one year and and played well. Stetson's kind of started one year and played well. I I, I want all of them to be motivated and uh, don't put Stetson in a different uh, a different category by any means. He's he's uh, he's played really well at a high level and we think he can improve and we're going to continue to challenge him. Uh, I appreciate the the hard work and, and loyalty and commitment that Stetson's shown to Georgia, and he continues to do that. And we're we're certainly trying to develop younger quarterbacks as well because that's the future of your program. And uh, Stetson's part of that too, and he continues to grow. I've always said he didn't he didn't get as many reps uh, in years past because he he wasn't working as a one. All almost all his his one reps came last year, so uh, he's gotten quite a bit of those this spring, and we're going to keep developing him. Yeah, that's what I was telling them. How about Carson Beck? Where's he at right now, Coach? Continuing to get better. I mean, he's repping, getting good work. I mean, the volume of reps those guys get, the quality reps those guys get, have gone up this spring. So we want to see him keep growing, um, trying to get better, and, and being able to be be able to do some things with his feet and do things with his mind. And that's that's you know that's what he was in high school. He's, he's a really good passer and accurate passer and making good decisions. We're just asking for consistency of decision making out of those guys. A lot of times you you can't evaluate that in practice. You have to evaluate that in game mode to kind of see how they grow and the confidence in our system. Really impressed with the way you uh, flipped the page, turned the page. Uh, last year was last year. You've moved on to this year. And uh, it's really impressive the way you lead uh, the team in that situation. You know, all the fans, uh, the fan base, they, they call up, they want to talk about last year. And you guys have moved on, really focused on the upcoming season. Big challenge right out of the gate with Oregon and Dan Lanning. And you've got a new coaching staff for the most part, too. A lot of new faces. How's that working out? It's been great. It's four new guys, and uh, that br- brings new energy, new ideas, uh, new enthusiasm. I love it. So them getting to know our players and being connected with our players is a big key, and it's almost you know reinventing yourself sometimes. But it's certainly not the whole staff. It's just uh, four guys out of the ten. Uh, and the support for G-Day, want to encourage those Bulldog fans to get out and pack the stadium again? Always. We get, we get great weather, and uh, we tend to have – a great environment for our players. I think, um, you know, the the better you want us to play against Oregon in that opening game, the more game-like G-Day is. It takes some jitters off young players. And uh, I liken that to, to A.D. Mitchell last year, who had a really good spring game and thought he made some plays. It fast-forwarded his uh, growth and his progress to the point where he could help us last year. Yeah, it's going to be a big turnout. This fan base is on fire, Coach. And great job a year ago. We appreciate your time today. We'll look forward to seeing you on G-Day. Thanks, Buck. Appreciate it. Go dogs. Kirby Smart, always great to have Kirby on. And he has a handshake agreement. He'll appear a couple of days before G-Day right here on the Buck Blue Show. 680 The Fan, the Braves and Racetrack are giving you the opportunity to win Braves VIP experiences. Sweet tickets, silver seat tickets, coolers, Braves kits, Coors Light, uh, aluminum cups, T-shirts, koozies, and so much more. Join the fan promo team and register for your chance to win today. No, coming up, uh, yeah, today, or is it tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow, 
racetrack, Old Milton Parkway in Alpharetta. Then Friday, we got Coming Highway in Canton. Your chance to clean up and get in the Braves ballpark and cheer on those Bravos. See the full details at 680thefan.com slash racetrack. And speaking of the Braves, coming up next, should the Braves re-up with Dansby Swanson? Sign him to a multi-year contract. I've got my take coming up next. It's the Buck Blue Show on Atlanta Sports Station, The Fan, 680 and 937. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. It's the Buck Blue Show here on The Fan. We appreciate you hanging out with us today. 404-231-1680, the number. It's time for Infinity of Gwinnett to drive the content in this final segment of the show. And so we're going to do that as we chop it up. Time to talk Braves. Let's chop it up. Presented by Haug Law Group, your local personal injury attorneys. HaugLawGroup.com. All right, we got Dansby Swanson, who will be a free agent at the end of this coming season. Which is a little uncomfortable, right? At least for me, I'm a big fan of what Dansby Swanson does at the shortstop position. So I would prefer to see the Braves hang on to Dansby Swanson. How do they do that? Well, they sign him to a multi-year contract. And as I look through the organization, I don't see another shortstop ready to step in and take control of the shortstop spot up in the show. No one in the organization ready to go at short. This is his final year of arbitration. We're talking about somewhere between 7 and $10 million he's going to get paid. So what would it take to sign Dansby to a multi-year contract? Well, I'm sure the Braves are looking somewhere between 10 and $14 million a year. Dansby's agent probably looking at market value and thinking that number should fall somewhere between 16 and $20 million a year. Now, there's some troubling news as far as the agent goes. Dansby's representation is the Excel agency. Oh, no, man. 
That's Freddie Freeman's agency, and they uh -oh. dropped the ball big time in the negotiations with the Braves. My goodness, Dansby, you're not with Excel, are you? And you're not going to let that guy named Closer try to close the deal because he totally didn't close it with Freddie Freeman with that ultimatum that he had. Dansby has been really inconsistent at the plate offensively. I mean, for a couple of weeks, he'll be raking. Next couple of weeks, well, he has trouble putting the ball in play consistently. So it's been up and down offensively. Defensively, he's been an average to above average defensively playing a premier spot at shortstop for the Atlanta Braves. Hey, with Freddie Freeman gone, I'm thinking Dansby Swanson will pick up some of the slack as far as the leadership goes in this clubhouse. And so you got to factor that into the deal. Dansby Swanson, final year of his arbitration, a free agent at the end of the season. Braves, what are you going to do? I would prefer to see the Braves be able to get to a number they're comfortable with. And I'm guessing that's $14 million a year. Hopefully we'll see that happen. I'm not sure about you. I want to see Dansby back. I want to see Dansby back in there. 404-231-1680, the number. We've got an opening day just around the corner. Just see where uh, Truist Park is going to host the season opener here in Atlanta. ESPN's picked it up. It's going to be on national TV April the 7th. 7.20 start as they push that back to 8 o'clock for the TV. They're going to raise that championship banner. April the 7th. That's going to be fun. You want to be in the house for that one. And I just got hit up uh, with my son here during the show. He's at school today. And Braden is texting me. And Braden is saying the first 40000 on April 11th, get the Braves replica ring. Dad, I've got to be there. Yeah, you and 41,000 other people trying to get in there to get that replica ring. There we go. That's us chopping it up. Chopping it up. Dansby Swanson, do you want him back or not? Do you think he's important to this Braves team or do you not? I think Dansby is, is sort of the glue with this baseball team. Uh, doesn't get, you know, we, we have a tendency to just look at the stats, the black and white stats. What, what did you hit? How many home runs did you have? This is 2022. 20, uh, so, you know, at the top of the list offensively, how many home runs are you going to hit is the first question or the first thing people are going to want to look at. But I go far beyond that. I grew up in a day and time where at shortstop, you didn't have to hit. All right, just field the position and field it well, and they can hit you at the bottom of the lineup. No problem. This is a different day and time. Now they want the shortstop that's going to hit 25 bombs a season. Hey, Dansby's shown a little pop through the years. And a guy that can also field the position defensively. This is going to be a big deal for the Bravos here. You lost Freeman, one of your most popular players. And guess who one of the other most popular players is? Dansby Swanson. So you're going to let both both these guys leave in back-to-back -back seasons? It's all going to come down to what the number that Dansby's agent will be asking for and what the Braves are willing to pay. And I think that's going to be somewhere in the middle.
as I mentioned, $14 million a year. Three, four-year contract, perhaps. Here's a guy in the prime of his career. DT, you want to see Dansby back after this season? What are you thinking? Absolutely. He's a glue guy. Uh, you know, just it, there's more to Dansby Swanson than you see on the numbers, whether on, in offense, offense, defensively, especially with Freddie Freeman leaving the clubhouse. I think Dansby automatically basically becomes the face of the, of the of the club. He's the guy they're going to the media. You want to you want to quote you want somebody to speak for the team. That's Dansby Swanson. And if he's gone, then it goes down to, you know, Ronald Acuna and Ozzy Albies. Gone. Younger guys. Yeah, they're locked down for a long time with a team-friendly deal. And it's not like Dansby's not productive. Yeah, playing a premier spot, too. I saw where a couple of the callers called up you were interacting with, what they had to say. Uh, yeah, I wanted to mention, yeah, talking about the uh, home opener. Remind us that it is against the uh, the Reds, and it has been flexed. Or I get, you know, Eight that's, that's what we say in football, right? It's been flexed. Now it's going to be national national uh, broadcast on ESPN2. Uh, first pitch a little bit after 8 o'clock, so everybody gets to see what a classic National League matchup between the Braves and the Reds. Now, are you trying to get in the house to get that replica ring? Absolutely. Who do you know, Buck? Get me in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I've been hit up more than ever from people wanting tickets, not to just that game, to any game. I've had people hit me up for when the Dodgers come to town this summer. Oh, that's going to be the Trying big. to get tickets in there. I guess so they can boo Freddie Freeman when he comes up. Maybe applaud him. Maybe boo him. Well, I think the first time you, you give him a standing right. O for what he did here in Atlanta. And then after that, maybe you start booing him after that. I don't know. I don't know if I'll bring myself to boo him, but I won't necessarily cheer. Nernie? Uh, let me ask a question here. Going back to... Uh the XL agency, how long do we think Freddie waits until he fires that, that agency? Because my, my money is on it's happening, but you don't want to do it this close to signing the deal because it's kind of like an admission of guilt there. So you got to like, you know, you got to wait a little while. Is it right after the season ends? Well, I, I would, you know, respond to that Nernie and say, how long before Dansby drops them? after the way they handled the negotiations with Freddie and the Atlanta Braves, offering up this ultimatum to Alex Anthopoulos when Freddie Freeman, their client, didn't even know about the ultimatum. I think Dansby drops them. I don't know. We're going to see. We're going to see, man. That's going to be incredible. We've got we to hang on to some of these guys. Do you want more than just these 680 shows you hear? Well, we've got the podcast. You can also check those out. Many of us hear personalities on 680 The Fan with podcasts, so we give you more. Podcast Park is where you can find it, and that's brought to you by Associated Credit Union. From the Braves to the Dogs to the Falcons, we've got you covered, whether it's the uh, Daily 10 with Matt Chernoff. you got the Frozen Rope Report with Kevin McAlpin. How about Baloo with Bucks Beat? I've got my conversation, episode 56 of Bucks Beat Podcast. Conversation with Matt Ryan is up right now, and want to invite you to check that out. You can find these wherever it is. You get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, or you could go to thepodcastpark.com and find it there. Remember to scroll down, be able to find that Bucks Beat. Time for the final word. And the final word today is to uh, 
It's to hope that Tiger Woods is back in that Masters. Led with it today. Tiger walking Augusta National yesterday. Had some people tracking his Gulfstream jet flying up from South Florida to Augusta yesterday. He and his son Charlie, as they walked the grounds of Augusta National, played 18 holes. No word on what Tiger shot, but he made it through the walk, which is very strenuous. And Tiger obviously thinking about playing as the Masters tees it up. You excited about this, CT? I can't wait, just like I imagine most everybody. But it'll bring some eyes back to the Masters, because you talked about a guy, you talked about the favorite is John Rahm. And you mentioned a young man uh, by the name of Victor Hovland. I'm, right. You know, we love our golf. The average golf fan doesn't know who, like, Victor Hovland is that well. Now, now people who watch know he's been pretty good. But they average know folks, who Scotty Scheffler is? I hope so. I don't, I, I don't know that they do. I'm, again, just the mainstream sports media. Victor Hovland doesn't, doesn't make it to Sports Center. Obviously, Tiger Woods does. Rory McIlroy does. And, and there aren't enough Rory McIlroy's. Justin Thomas is out there. So get some more eyes on, on some of these younger guys. All right, and also part of the final word is Chris Domino's back. Nick and Chris coming up next for everybody here at The Fan. and The Buck Baloo Show. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, Buck. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car-buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.